Bush and Richie here with another podcast for you. Uh, yeah. Uh, do we have to? Do we have to issue some kind of age warning or, or, or just a warning about some of the stuff? The content of this in the latter part. It's worth putting forward. You know, like sometimes they'll have a um, like a film, a kids' movie, but they'll say it will contain mild battle violence. It's got a weird warning for yes. parents. Yeah, it yeah. contains crossbows, or you know, this show that you're about to hear contains painful, accidental nether region incidents. Yes. Abbreviate that if you can and put it into <laughs> some form of catchy phrase. Just watch out. That's all we're going to say. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Feels like a Monday, actually a Tuesday. Don't you love those bank holiday weekends? It is Bush and Richie's Hometime Bit of In Excess here on Absolute Radio. Hope you all had a great Easter bank holiday weekend. It's good to be back, isn't it, Richie? It is good to be back. Good uh, break, though. Do you want, in terms of that weekend, sometimes it's easy to forget the religious element to it. Mm. Uh, Sunday, I believe, is the resurrection. That is the day. Uh, the second coming, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and I was brought up a Catholic. Uh, my mum trained to be a nun. Did you know that? I did not know that. My mum trained to be a nun in Liverpool, and then she had a calling to have kids, so she left the... Is it the cloth, the clergy? I don't know what the word is for it. And then ended up marrying my dad, so the, the allure of a Nigel. She couldn't resist. <laughs> but do you know what? Just thinking about this weekend and the religious element to it, uh, I love all the miracles. I love the water into wine miracle that yes. uh, Jesus did, feed the 5,000. Yes. All the, all the hits. Yes. And I was just thinking to myself this weekend, we haven't had a miracle like that for a long time, for ages of anything. Very true, yeah. So what about this as a way to start the show after an Easter bank holiday weekend? If Jesus was to come back today, and I mean in the next hour or so, yeah. before five o'clock, okay. and do a miracle that solved one annoyance of modern life, what would it be? And not just a, mir- a miracle that's kind of good for people, which I guess which is what miracles are all about, but an, a very specific niche miracle that solved an annoyance of modern life. Could I get the Arsenal defence nominated? There you go, Jesus. Got to have a look at that. Just, just as a start. Mustafi in particular. <laughs> Tell yeah. a word with him. <laughs> Arm around his shoulder. Or for me, I'd like to get him to help out making the paying for the Dartford Crossing to be more simple. Do you know what? I've I've made so many suggestions myself to try and help you remember to pay the Dartford Crossing. I think maybe a higher being does need to come in to help on this one. You're right. If 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 you're me. If I managed to convince Jesus to come down and tell me about the Dartford Crossing and he turned around and said, get an account like you did, I'd be absolutely (laughs) miffed off. Let us know, though. Lorraine says, uh, get Jesus to stop people who let the hotel door bang when they leave in the morning. That's a one, though. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. I feel I've uh, sent us down a bit of a, uh, a wrong direction here by asking for the Arsenal defence to get fixed. You can ask for whatever you like. He doesn't have to say yes, does he? Uh, well, Alan has, Alan has said Manchester United to beat City tomorrow in the derby. Like, like that's match-fixing. Uh, yeah, which is not going to happen. It's different. You know, I can see Jesus putting his arm around the, uh, the Arsenal defence and having a word, but trying to sort out the, uh, an end result, it's just not on. No, exactly. Is it? Uh, but on Twitter uh, suggests uh, two different things to stop people the hogging uh, hogging the middle lane fair enough uh, or towel drying at the uh, gym stop people dropping water all over the uh, the changing room floor can I chuck another one in there as well people who towel dry themselves in gyms and then want to have a conversation with you when they're not fully clothed yeah it's awkward it's weird isn't it yeah some people are absolutely fine with that uh, Graham says uh, no pineapple on pizza it's truly the devil's work 
and I love this one. Rickster has tweeted a photo. He doesn't put any words in his tweet, but he has tweeted a photo, and this only happened to me yesterday, and maybe this is something that Jesus could get involved with miracle-wise. He sent a photo in of an ibuprofen box with the lid open. Right. But the instructions folded around the end. Oh, don't. It's always the end that you open the box with, isn't it? Uh... It always happens to me with yeah. me, me monthly blood pressure ones. It's a wind oh, up, isn't such it? a granddad. Open them up, always end up the wrong, wrong end. It's enough to get your blood pressure up, isn't it? That kind of thing. <laughs> the irony. Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So we've just had a religious holiday, the bank holiday weekend. Been talking about modern miracles tonight on the show. Jesus has done some brilliant miracles in his time, but he hasn't done one for ages. So if he was to come back today and do a miracle that solved one annoyance of modern life, what would it be and why? There's no name attached to this one, but the standing ovation that's become so common and annoying. Well done, your dog jumped through a hoop. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> I, I don't think uh, annoyances with Britain's Got Talent is what we're dealing with. Here. He can sort out anything. I've definitely <laughs> moaned about that in the lounge before. Dan Giddings says, could he sort out how to get into new plastic razor packages without needing dynamite and an angle grinder? Adam in Oxford is after a fourth instalment in the Dark Knight trilogy. Yes! Says if that's not possible, next best would be climate change. (laughs) Just putting Dark Knight before that. Interesting hierarchy. And Paul says, would he help install indicators on BMWs? (laughs) Come on now, let's not start a car war. Uh, Right, Carl is hanging on. Carl, what are we sorting for you? I'd I'd quite like all wasps to be sent to Farnborough. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that, Carl? I don't know. I'm not really that keen on on, on either. So um, you're not like keen on wasps win. or Farnborough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is why you're putting those together for a very bespoke miracle. Very niche. <laughs> that would that would be a great miracle. Okay. Is is this a miracle or is this more some kind of plague that you're actually? It's, it's more biblical. like an Old Testament plague you're putting on Farnborough. It's very <laughs> biblical indeed. What's your problem with Farnborough, Carl? No, I, I don't mind it that much. So I mean, no, you know, but. I don't know. It's no, can't, a... sorry, mate, you can't just come in here and apply to Jesus for this <laughs> without backing it up. Where do you live, Carl? Where are you from? Uh, Camberley. Okay. Right, there you are. Some local rivalry going, going on. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. I came across something that actually could get uh, sorted out yesterday uh, on a long car journey. Hot yesterday, wasn't it? Roasting. Not a day you'd necessarily want to be on the road, so I said to the kids, right, we're going to stop, I want a milkshake. Daddy's treat. So I pulled over to a service station and uh, went into, uh, shall we say, a fast food outlet that was in the motorway services. To name no names. To name no names. Name no, don't need to, to be name quite no frank, names. Could be, could be one of many. Yeah, could be anyone. Now, let's say straight up, I want to rid the ocean of plastic. I want to leave a great planet for my three kids and their kids as well. All right, David Icke. But <laughs> <laughs> here's what I discovered yesterday. I hate drinking from paper straws. Oh, paper straws. I understand why we're having paper straws, but drinking a milkshake through a paper straw is a horrendous experience. This is so weird because I pulled over, it was roasting hot on Sunday, and I'd just driven my daughter to North London, and I I don't normally stop at these places, but I stopped to get a milkshake completely out of the blue, and I had exactly the same experience as you. I, I almost had a panic attack after I bought a strawberry milkshake from the fast food outlet, we won't name any names. 
And I couldn't get anything out. Here's the thing, right? Okay, so we all hate going to the doctor and the doctor putting that piece of cardboard on your tongue and saying, say ah, we hate that sensation. Yeah. Whoever sat in a meeting and said, well, let's make a straw from that material and put it on <laughs> your tongue and your lips. And yeah, you're right, for a milkshake, it clogs. It won't go out through it. And the and the, the harder you try to suck anything through that straw, yeah. the straw turns into papier-mâché. Honestly. Therefore, rendering itself not a straw. It was, it was so frustrating driving back down the... Essex Arterial Road, not being able to get any of this milkshake out. It was it was almost made me drive drive off the road. It was nearly accident. And the final insult: the straw goes through a plastic lid. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. That's not very eco-friendly, is it? So it's all very well, uh, all very well and good to rant about <laughs> something, but I do have a solution. Oh no, here we go. Telescopic straws. Re- re- genuinely, do let's you... stop right there. <laughs> no, 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 no. What made out of what? Do you remember back in our childhoods, our mums and dads' cars yep. had? Telescopic aerials, didn't they? You know, they'd, they'd come up now of the uh, out of the bonnet. You're able to put it up, push it down if you're going through a car wash. Car wash, yeah, you could pop it right back down again, yeah. Telescopic straws, metal straws, all right? Okay. So we'd all own one straw. Right. Therefore, we're not binning off plastic straws into the sea. Mm-hmm. We've got telesco- telescopic Brilliant. straws that when you. We get issued with a story. <laughs> you get issued with one. And then when you've had your drink, rinse it under the tap, fold it up in your pocket. Hold on a minute. It could go into that little weird pocket that you've got in your jeans. And exactly. No, no one knows what it's for. Suddenly you're not laughing. It's a good idea, isn't I it? I want in. I want in. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. We have been besieged <laughs> with links to the fact that you can buy these things already. I'm yeah, all right, I didn't do my due diligence. 15 different Amazon links going on here, Richie. <laughs> what is going on? Uh, Joe Thompson in Surrey says, Richie, oh. please see the attached photo. My friend Jan and I absolutely hate paper straws as well. So we both have one of those metal straws with cleaning brushes in them and a case, not telescopic, but still always in our handbags. Uh, Nina in Enfield is offering me a titanium straw, says collapsible ones. You can't always get the gunk out the joints. Steve from Canvey Island says, Richie, the best thing to use for drinking <laughs> A milkshake is a she-wee. Oh. <laughs> always Look, can be, innit? You can always mock me if you want. James is on the line. You, you have the same problem, yes, James? Well, my missus got home from um, said restaurant on Sunday and the straw wasn't even whole. It already had, like, a dent in it. And then I was, I was struggling to get any drink out. So, yeah, I ended up, like, stirring and drinking. You know, like those instant hot chocolates you get where you have to keep stirring and drinking to get anything out? Wow, so you kept stirring it around to make it pourable and then drunk it directly from the cup? Yeah, basically. Would you would you sign up for one of Richie's uh, revolutionary <laughs> telescopic straws? <laughs> Would it fit in the change part of your wallet? Uh, James, I, I'm, I'm hoping that I'll make one small enough, but uh, <laughs> there may be a few on the market already. Hey, I think you've got an order already going on there. <laughs> Thanks, James. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, giving you peace of mind as standard with no price hikes mid-contract. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. So, sometimes in life we can be a little bit too down on things and then every now and then something nice happens and you're really surprised by it. Okay. Like what happened today. Uh, so, uh, taking the little man to go and get uh, weighed and then on the way back from the hospital, you know what babies are like, they suddenly need their food, mm-hmm. you're not home, so just go and pop into a pub, feed him his food. Get him a hunter's chicken. <laughs> Start him early. Whilst he's sat there eating his food, just get a little drink. Don't really need to be in the pub myself at that time. Gentleman sat a couple of tables away working on his laptop. 
older gentleman. Wouldn't want to put an age on him. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily fair. But he's an older fella. He's just working away. Meanwhile, Rocco's chomping away on his lunch. Just being a baby. Doing baby things like they do. Yeah. So the gentleman folds up his laptop to get up and leave. He's done his work and off he goes. He walks past and hands over a tenner and says, stick that in the little lad's money box. He's been entertaining me. What a lovely kid. And then walks out. Hey, wow, what a nice thing to do for an a old fella. A random act of kindness. There's no reason to it whatsoever. It's yeah. lovely. So he wants to, you know, you to put the money towards, like, whatever Rocco wants to get when he's a bit older. Maybe when he's 18, if exactly. he's done the fun yeah. for him. Build the interest up, exactly. Yeah, well, I exactly. It. I think it's too easy these days for something to happen and go, oh, that's creepy. Yeah. No, it's not creepy. You don't know what anyone's story is. You don't know what uh, little memory or anything that is, is, is triggered with this gentleman. Could yeah. be a, a grandson he doesn't get to see or, a you know, a, a child. Uh, you just don't know. It is was it, a lovely, random act of kindness. Is it the phrase, one good turn deserves another or... or also, kind of what goes around comes around. I always think if you do good things, it's going to come back at some point. Again, I don't want to bring him up again, but I don't want to sound like David Icke. <laughs> Second mention in the show. Second mention in the show for David Icke. <laughs> for me, I'm normally the deliverer of random acts of kindness. That's good. In car parks, specifically in car parks. I love that feeling, and this is quite selfish, yep. but I love the feeling of giving someone my parking ticket if there's still like an hour and a half left to go. I absolutely love that. It's a tricky one, that, because they're trying to phase it out, aren't they? Your modern day display, you yep. have to put in your registration plate so you can't hand it on to someone else. That's why trying I to stamp out specifically kindness. target uh, car parks where you don't have to put your registration. That's brilliant. In. But people don't realise it at the moment, what I'm doing in terms of linking these particular acts of kindness together. I think retrospectively, history will view me as like, up there with your Padre Pios, your Mother <laughs> Teresas, your Dominic Savios, your Don Bosco, saints like that, do you know what I mean? So if there is a random act of kindness that you have been on the receiving end of, or maybe or you are a giver, giver, like Mr Bush himself, let us know what they are <laughs> via text at or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Claire says a guy in a restaurant gave my two kids £10 because they'd been so well behaved throughout the evening. He was there to celebrate a special birthday and thought <laughs> and thought it was going to be ruined when we walked in with young children. I love that. £10 nice. seems to be the going rate at the moment. Yeah, for, for kindness. Pat on the head for kids behaving themselves. Chris says, uh, guys, I'm currently on my way to deliver a load of bark to my neighbour. Nothing in it for me, just an act of kindness. I'll be honest with you, the long-distance photo that he's posted on Twitter looked like he was doing some kind of dirty protest on the doorstep of his neighbour. <laughs> you know the way someone might manure their local bank? <laughs> I thought it was that, but it's just bark, which is fine. <laughs> Stu says, yes, a BMW driver let me out at a junction. I was sho- so shocked I nearly stalled my car. <laughs> Let's not get into that. And Adelina says, my husband cooked dinner on Easter Sunday for me, which I enjoyed after my long day at work. Love the fact that him cooking tea is a random act of kindness. Keep him coming, 8 to 15, or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Can I borrow him and take him down a pub? <laughs> I might He's a moneymaker, isn't he? It's a good way to do it. He is, isn't he? Uh, Siobhan in Nottingham says, a girl who used to work with my husband bought us a sleepy head when she heard our baby wasn't sleeping. It cost about 200 quid. They're expensive, then. They that, are. That's a hell of a treat. Yeah. Uh, and I was earlier on extolling the virtues of myself, saying uh, I would be the modern-day car park saint, because I'm always giving people my parking tickets. I love the feeling of giving them their extra half an hour 
hour or hour or whatever. Kev says, Bush, not so sure about your random act of kindness. My daughter accepted a ticket from a guy in a car park, was filmed by a car park attendant accepting it, and had a £70 fine on her car on her return, 35 quid if paid within 14 days. No way. That has blown my mind. That's unbelievable. Are you going to still keep being David Icke no. and handing out this kindness? This is going to push me to the dark side. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sarah is hanging on with a great act. What happened to you, Sarah? Yeah, so me and my friend work in Milton Keynes as um, rapid response community nurses, so quite a busy job. Mm-hmm. And um, we've been with a patient quite a long time, quite a hot day. We came out of her house, nearly got run over by the ice cream man. <laughs> and yeah. he sped round to find us. He jumped out, stopped us walking, insisted that we had a 99 in flake on him because we do such a great job. Oh, um, that's brilliant. And it was great for me because my first day back, First day back after maternity leave, so it made my day. Oh, brilliant, because you're kind of <laughs> dreading going back to work and whether everyone's going to be miserable or whatever and back to the grind, and then you get an ice cream man stopping out of the blue and giving you a 99 and a flake as well. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Let's just I mean, it's not all about the money involved, but these days, that's quite a pricey act of kindness as well. It's nearly 10 quid, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Dominic in Surrey, round of acts of kindness, uh, paying for the car behind at the Dunham Tollbridge. It was only about £1.30, but I felt immense. This is it. It gives you a good feeling. That's why I was saying earlier on about giving people my t- parking ticket that still has time on it. I thought that's a nice thing to do. It makes me feel better about myself. It is a nice thing to do. I think if I was the car behind, though, I'd still I'd, I'd take a little bit of time to work out what happened. Yeah. You'd get to the booth and try and pay. And be, no, no, the chap in front's just... It's just like, for you. What? It's like a that? barman bringing a, a bit, a pint to you. If you yeah. sat in the corner of a pub and it's say, oh, it's from that guy over there, and he raises his glass. <laughs> yeah. like, Let's go. What's the story? Uh, and this is more people getting involved now. It's ruining this whole giving people parking tickets thing. Dan has just tweeted saying, guys, someone handed me a parking ticket the other week. Without checking it, I said thank you and put it on my dashboard. Look at it. And he sent us in a photo of it on Twitter. And this ticket, and I kid you not, expires 9am the 1st of January, 1998. <laughs> Ruin it for everyone else. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, giving you peace of mind with no nasty bill surprises. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Just want to talk about boxing very, uh, very, very quickly. Big sporting moment of the weekend: Amir Khan fighting Terence Crawford in Las Vegas. Uh, not Las Vegas, sorry, Madison Square Gardens in New York. Uh, Crawford accidentally caught Khan squaring the crown jewels. Mm. There's no other way of putting it. Uh, and then Khan couldn't get up there to stop the fight, and Khan lost by a technical knockout. Yeah, because he got hit down there. And do you know what? You never forget a low blow. I think anyone seeing that, watching that on the telly, would have gone oh across their legs in the lounge. Literally, obviously where the phrase below the belt comes from. Totally. Yeah. Very, very painful. And it's hard to explain that kind of feeling that you get, but you get that kind of rush from the pit of the stomach, your eyes water, the colour yes. drains out of you. I will never forget my friend, my good friend Neil Maloney. He's a legend in our school, Talkie Boys Grammar School, Talkie. Uh, basically, we were at a school hockey match. Their team, the team we were playing, the school we were playing, uh, their defender, massive lad, cleared it from the back. Right into Neil's plums. Oh, come on. But he was about two yards away and he folded like a trestle table. Well, <laughs> you don't blame the bloke. I've never seen anything like it, but he's always known in that school as the lad who took that shot at point-blank range. Now, you see, I played a lot of cricket, and in cricket you'd wear a box. you get the old 
plastic box thing going <laughs> you on, do, don't you? You do, you do. But let me say, that doesn't help. Doesn't help at all, but still. Not really, just no. Just spreads the pain. Still hurts a lot. <laughs> yeah. So this, I just want to know, based on this thing that happened between Khan and Crawford over the weekend, what is your worst low blow down below? Maybe it's like a high-profile one. Maybe it's in front of loads of other people. I might sit down for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> These are not going to be good. It's going to be quite painful. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Ryan Chester says it was indeed cricket. Copped one in the unmentionables. Yep. Incredibly painful. Out next ball. And there was sick in the changing rooms. Oh, he just played on though, didn't I he? I love the fact that Roy oh. faced another ball. I think <laughs> I, I'd walk straight off. But he tried. I like the fact that he sunk to his knees. Kippenson <laughs> uh, Auburn says I got punched in the nuts by Amelia Bernard at school as I walked downstairs. Thanks for that little story there, Kip. And Gary and Bracknell says when I was 15 years old... Uh, this is so weird. When I was 15 years old, I had a habit of jumping into my trousers only to find that out that I caught myself and the lower region in the below the belt to this day thinking about it brings tears to my eyes and brings back memories never to jump into my trousers again 47 years old now and I still remember it like the day was yesterday <laughs> that's the ongoing effects of it here's a question though obviously men have been monopolising these texts here in terms of the comeback on it mm -hmm. is it as bad for girls? Not a question I can answer. Hit to the midriff. Is yeah. it as bad? You know, you get all the attention here with fellas and all this kind of stuff we've had here with the crown jewels but is it's it an as interesting one. Hometime podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. So some have been, a lot have been coming in from fellas, for uh, example. They have. Uh, this this text is nameless and I don't blame you. Uh, gentlemen, the worst shot I received. <laughs> oh dear, right, okay. The worst shot I received to the plums was when I was having a pint in my local with my little son, who was only four years old. He was given a toy snake as a present. <laughs> he was so happy to receive it, he was spinning it around and it caught me oh. <laughs> smacking the crown jaws. Needless to say, I dropped my pint. <laughs> I was on my knees crying in pain and my fellow drinkers were crying with laughter. Oh. It still hurts to think about it. Sir, I am sorry that I laughed at your story. I am literally, my eyes are at water and even thinking about that. We asked if as well, a very valid point, is it as bad for girls? Mm. Let us know. Jackie says, yes, it is bad for ladies. Once climbed over the baby gate at the bottom of the stairs, my foot slipped on the laminate floor below. <laughs> Let's just say giving birth was a doddling comparison. Ali says, playing squash and stupidly turned to face the back of the court got a direct hit from a fella on one of my boobs. Still makes me wince 25 years on. Well, now we know. Educational show today. Very educational. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. You are listening to The Hometime Show with Tesco Mobile. This is Absolute Radio on a Tuesday night. Butch and Ricky with you for the next 45 minutes and it's just gone quarter past six. World Championship snooker on at the moment. There's always a, a world championship of some sort going on at any time in life. Uh-huh. I realised over the Easter weekends if there was a world championship for dawdling that was held, <laughs> uh, that my two teenagers would be world champions. What are they like? I think all the, from the age of like five upwards to teenagers, they're just a nightmare for that stuff, aren't they? I suggested on Easter Monday, right, let's go, we'll all go out for a nice family walk. Oh, um, I bet they love that. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> always goes down well, doesn't it? They oh, love do I a have walk. to leave Netflix? Do I have to get away from the Xbox? Yes, you do. We're going out for a walk, 
right. get some air in your lungs. Only you, 45 minutes. Do you use the phrase, you're missing the best of the day? It's <laughs> always a good one. Use that one. But then you're walking along. There's the amount of time... I felt like a shepherd. Yeah. Sort of like herding sheep going, come on! Pick up the pace. And then you end up tripping over them because they're just dawdling. And what are the age of your kids? 13 and 16. I don't like being asked that question without being warned. There was a slight I'm look so of panic. B- so bad <laughs> at the ages of my own children. But so, do they both have phones or has only one got a phone? They both have phones. Does... But in, in this case, in fairness, yeah. they weren't walking along looking at the screen. But it's just that, it's just that hunched just dragging of the feet and the dawdling. (laughs) They have no sense of pace. So I would say, right, if there was a world championship of taking ages to go to bed, my nine-year-old daughter, Erin, would win it hands down. (laughs) She delays, like, you get her in bed and then she wants a story and then she needs to get a glass of water (laughs) and her leg might hurt and she needs to go for another week. So she's up there. She's up there, top four in the world. Out of all those, I love the the leg that suddenly hurts. So I've got a sore leg. We told you, you did a sore leg last week. Come on now. So look, if you you think think that you are a world champion at something yourself let us know or if there is a loved one or a friend or a workmate that you believe they're a world champion let us know who they are and what it is 8 12 15 or tweet us at absolute radio home time with bush and richie with tesco mobile their tariff promise means no price hikes mid-contract giving you peace of mind tesco mobile every little helps terms and conditions apply my two teenagers, world champion dawdlers. Congratulations, Caitlin and Charlie. Well done. Uh, but if you were a world champion at something, what would it be? Tell us about it. 81215 on the text or Twitter at Absolute Radio. Uh, Kate says my partner is the world champion of leaving a cup on the table next to the couch. Every day without fail, there's an empty cup there. Not even the same cup, just a cup. I come down in the morning, there's a cup there. I come home from work, there's a cup there. He goes to work on nights, there's a cup there. I'm beginning to realise it's just the thing he does. Uh, maybe there could be some form of leaving stuff behind Olympics, in which case he could go down to the final against my other half, Katie, who is the world champion at leaving her contact lens cases by the side of the sink. <laughs> I'd love to see a battle royale of that, maybe on Sky Sports 3. To throw my own hat in the ring, actually, I'm the world champion at knowing exactly when a microwave's about to end, if you put it on for a certain amount of time. That's a skill. Yeah, I think it might be a byproduct of working on this show, because obviously, you know, when you work in radio, you don't have many skills, apart from knowing when a song ending if you're going to be in the loo so if i put some porridge on in the microwave i guarantee you i'll walk back there within two seconds it's about to ping easter sunday morning i'm here i'm putting a crumpet on in yeah. the kitchen at the end of the corridor yeah i'm thinking i better hurry up kasabian and fire is shortly coming to an end i'm thinking to myself as i walk back to the studio crumpet in the toaster i reckon there's about one minute 32 left you couldn't do it sure. i walked into the studio one minute twenty-eight, which I think is within. It is the phrase of skill. Well, maybe the uh, the what were you having? Muffins, crumpets, crumpets. Marmite. The crumpet section could play the cereal section. <laughs> see what happens. Uh, Ollie says Sky Remote fast forwarding. I can get through the ads on times thirty, no problem, and get bang on the start of the show, no matter the length of the ad break. And to the mysterious text that finishes with your number four six eight, we can't read it all out, but thanks for your text about your boss being a world champion. Yeah, we got it. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Coldplay's best song, that. Don't panic, this is Absolute Radio on a Tuesday night. It's Hometime with Bush and Richie. What are you a world champion in? Or you can nominate someone else, a friend or a relative, or someone that you work with. What are they, a world champion in? Leander is putting herself forward for the world champion of overthinking. I think there are many others that I could uh, uh, nominate for that one, Leander. I'm not sure it's just you. Uh, Procrastination for... Uh, for Jennifer, who's uh, if she really is that 
good a procrastinator has actually done quite well to get around and uh, putting that down. Oh, yeah, because she would have been thinking about it. Still. Exactly. We have been talking about it for 20 minutes. Maybe she thought at the beginning, thought, nah, maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't. Joe says, I don't mean to sound like a big head, but I'm absolutely amazing at reading books upside down. If you ever need that doing, I'm your woman. Very, very handy on the uh, on the tube or the train yeah. or a bus, although that does go against the rules of the British Transport and Social Police. We don't advise this. Can't but read someone else's publication. I do like to have a look at what someone's reading, just to get a measure of it. Is yeah. it a bit of blue? Is it history, a biography? <laughs> Who knows? I don't think you need to read upside down to know if it's a bit of blue. A bit of blue. Uh, Oliver says, this is a good one, he's the heavyweight champion of steering wheel drumming. Ah. Wouldn't that be good to put that to the test? Because I'm pretty handy on the old steering wheel if you're caught in traffic listening to something. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I would agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a dad skill? I think it... No, it's up there. I, it's, it's up there, but I, I think it, it's something that many can do. But I'd love a championship. Imagine that. I think I think we've got the, the beginnings here of some form of championship yeah. thing going on. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. This reminds me of the words. And you know when they used to do the thing where they zoom in and out, zoom in and out, <laughs> zoom in and out, and they're playing it. This is Home Time with Bush and Richie. Radio's biggest ticket giveaway is just two weeks away, my friends. That's right, 10 weeks of tickets is back. And interestingly, Richie and I have just received a follow-up email from our boss, Paul, asking us to submit our idea for how we're going to be giving away the tickets on this show for 10 weeks of tickets. Now, little does he know... Little does he know... ...that uh, Bush and I and uh, our producer, Adam, Adam. Uh, were, <laughs> uh, were, were out at lunch today uh, formulating our plans for 10 weeks of tickets, and we have a plan that we're all very excited about. We are very excited about of it. how you are going to win tickets on 10 Weeks of Tickets on this here Home Time show. Now, I don't believe that we are in a position to say right now how that's going to go down because we haven't yet put it through copyright and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Because I believe that this is so good that if we were to say the idea now, but with two weeks before things get underway... Someone else would take the idea. Someone would take it and do it in China or something. Challenge TV, something like that. Do you know what I mean? Also as well, when you hear the idea, you'd swear blind that we'd add four or five pints before we came (laughs) up with it. My favourite favourite comment of the meeting earlier on is, before we tell our boss Paul, make sure we've got all our ducks in the row. <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> just, just tell him what we're going to do. Don't invite any suggestions. Would it also be fair to say... I don't know whether to say this or not. Just do it. Would it be fair to say that this is one of those... Uh, he's drinking, I should be just careful for a second. Would it be one of those ones to say where we've come up with the title and then worked out the competition around the title? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> but it's such a good title. All will be revealed very soon. Hopefully you're going to love it. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So that's just pretty much done. And we're about to play you out with uh, the Bill Bailey ending and everything. I feel now, as we're into the second full term of this show, if you know what I mean, because we had our Easter break or whatever, I feel like we're in the lookout for a new song, a new song to end this particular podcast every night. Bill's done a great job. Bill has done a great job. been brilliant. I guess what both of us need to accept and remember Mm -hmm. is that we are both musicians of repute. We are. So even if there is not another Bill Bailey around the corner... (laughs) 
you are a guitarist. Yes. I am a pianist. I heard that rumour. A couple of people have called you a pianist <laughs> in the office. I can also play the trumpet. <laughs> That, is, that would be... A, are, you saying, are you suggesting we should lay down some form I'm of a track? I'm just wondering, yeah. Oh. Get the old garage band out on that, the old Mac. That would be so good, wouldn't it? Oh, man, make it happen. What should we call ourselves? <laughs> it's the podcast has officially come to an end. God, sorry, I was reading another, something about a fishing hook. Oh, my God. Not on the balls. Was fishing once and swung my rod behind a cast out. Didn't realise my mate behind me had the hook got caught no. in his top lip. No, 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 oh, no, no, my no. God. That's awful. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.